Bridges Boys. We like beer. We like beer. If you think that that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondells, IPAs, cider stouts, and the USA. We're just boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. Hey everybody, welcome back into a special episode of the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. You know, when everyone thinks the upstate craft beer scene, they automatically think of Greenville, they think of Spartanburg, but the upstate is way more than just those two cities. We've got so many different cities and neighborhoods in the area, and today we have a special treat. We have been invited to come up to Chesney, South Carolina. And for those of you who don't know where Chesney is, it's just between Spartanburg and North Carolina to a brand new place called Outside Influence Brewing. Stephen and I got to meet Arnie and his wife at Plank Owner Brewing on the Black Flag Day. And they told us they were opening this place. And fast forward to now. Today is a soft opening. Their grand opening is June 3rd. So by the time this episode comes out, they'll be open, ready for business. You know, Arnie, thank you so much for inviting us out here today. Absolutely glad to have you. All right. So before I get too deep into this, just want to take a quick minute and thank Chris Hitchcock for our theme song. And with, and also, uh, you know, Stephen's not here today. He's on shift at the fire department. So, but I'm sorry that you're not here to try this beer. But we'll be back soon for a full sit-down interview. Arnie, thank you so much for having us here today. How's it been so far? So far, so good. It's a little crazy out there right now, which good, I guess. (laughs) Crazy is good, Uh, you know. So we've been here for a little bit, and I've talked to a couple people, and everyone agrees that. This is something that Chesney needs. Absolutely. There was, you have to leave town to do anything here. So to have anything in town is a huge bonus. All right, so just a quick background. How big of a city is Chesney, like population-wise? Under 900. Okay, so it's a real small community. Yep. But uh, like I said, in the upstate South Carolina, just north of uh, Spartanburg, between the North Carolina line. We're like 20 minutes from Rutherfordton, 20 minutes from Gaffney, 20 minutes from Spartanburg, 20 minutes from Boiling Springs. So 20 minutes to everywhere. 20 minutes to everywhere. And the name outside influence. You know, I see the mural outside of the mountains, and I've seen your Instagram stories where you're hiking and stuff like that. Does that kind of play into the name? It is, yeah. So when we moved down from Michigan, it was really, you can only do stuff outside four months a year. So down here, you can be outside every day. Um, And we spend a lot of time hiking up in the mountains or even in the lower part of the state, anywhere. There's outdoor activities is what we do. So we kind of named the brewery after it. Let's be outside. Outside is better than inside, especially if the weather's good. That's right. A soft opening and your grand opening is next week you know not gonna lie when I expected to walk in the door I figured your your tap list would probably have about 
four beers, six beers. How many beers you got uh, for opening day? So we have a cider that we got from Windy Hill. Um, but other than that, we have 10 of our own, 11 if you count the beer engine. Even though that English is on CO2, we also serve it on the uh, beer engine as well. When you say beer engine, tell us a little bit about that. So traditionally in England, that's how they're going to serve the beer. It's going to be pulled up out of a cask in the basement at basement temperature. So it's going to be served in the mid-50s. Um, Americans don't drink beer in the mid-50s, so ours is kept a little cooler than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's actually pulled with air, a vacuum. You pump it by hand. So instead of being pushed by CO2, it's, it's pumped by hand. So a more traditional way of serving the beer. Exactly right, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to lie, this is actually some pretty good stuff. Thank you. Uh, all right, so you're right here off the main, I'm assuming the main... Yeah, Alabama road. Avenue is our main street. Okay. So not to dive too much into this because, like I said, when Stephen's off shift, we want to come down and sit down with you and all your partners and do a full interview. But what brought you to Chesney? I transferred from my job. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we we moved down here. (laughs) Funny story, they said, yeah, you're going to come to the Charlotte office. So I rented a house in Charlotte, showed up my first day of work, and they said, oh, there's a change of plans. You're going to work in Greenville, Spartanburg. So I commuted for a year, and then we bought a place here in Chesney. So I'm three blocks from my house. I can ride my bike to work. I can walk. I can stagger home. <laughs> so this is like the true definition of uh, drink local. That's exactly right, yes. <laughs> All right, so you've got, like I said, you know, nine, ten beers on tap ready to go for opening day. Um I know that you're going to have a big grand opening. What all do you have planned for that grand opening? So my daughter came up with this lovely idea of giving out tickets to people whenever they ordered a beer. And then once an hour we'll have a drawing and we'll give away a t-shirt or some kind of merchandise. And I mm-hmm. think the, the grand plan for the day is one ticket will get uh, the mug club, a mug for the mug club. All right, talk a little bit about the mug club while we got more on that subject here. So my daughter's a potter and she makes all of our mugs and mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's 50 bucks. Your first fill is free, it's a 20 ounce mug. And then every time you come, you drink out of that uh, for mm-hmm. the same price you would drink out of a pint. And then at the end of the year, you'll take that mug home with you and we'll start a new mug club program. So. If you want to keep doing it every year, you'll buy a new one every year, but then you'll have kind of a unique, there's only 50 of them. Nice. So 50 mugs, and you said how much? 50 bucks. Okay. And, you know, handcrafted. And I, I have to tell you, looking at the, the stories on Instagram uh, about them, they definitely look fantastic. Yeah, she does an amazing job. She really does. So out of the... Uh, nine or ten beers you got on tap what is your favorite so far Uh, oddly enough it's the carolina common you know 
Carolina common. I've heard of California common. I've called it Kentucky common. Is that just like whatever state you're in, or is it like different no, styles? So it really, California common is a yeast that they do a steam beer with, and it's kind of popular now. But in Kentucky, uh, uh, Kentucky common is actually brewed with, I believe, it's thirty percent corn. Okay. So ours isn't that high, but it does have corn in it, which gives it a. It actually dries it out and makes it very, I don't know, lager-like. Just a mm-hmm. good. I always. It was Joel's recipe, so we call it beer-flavored beer. I mean, it's really funny. Like, Give me a beer. This would taste just like a beer. I think you might have hit a name on that. It's beer-flavored beer. Beer-flavored beer. You know, I don't know about your experience in the upstate, but. You know, my experience has been, especially doing uh, the podcast, however many episodes we're into with different interviews, different breweries, it seems that, you know, even though nationwide, when you think of craft beer, you think of the fruited sours and the, the crazy double, triple IPAs and things like that, that what it boils down to in South Carolina, upstate area in particular, a good beer flavored beer like a good lager a good pilsner a good ale definitely goes over well and so when i walked in the door i saw you you said what do you want i'm like that surprised me so you gave me a flight of four beers and then i came back for another flight of another four so i basically had the whole tap list and i do have to say that your english mild especially pulled on the beer engine yep Definitely number one. That uh, Carolina Common, like a 1A, and then I would say your Appalachian Pale Ale would be like a 1C. So, you know, I can't really say which is my favorite over the three, but definitely, definitely. I mean, you're coming out of the gate strong. Everything I've tried so far is is top-notch. Thanks. Um, I'm looking at the... uh, grain bags over there and do i see a riverbend malt logos on them i I have decided uh, right from the beginning they're going to be all my base malts now they don't do the full gambit right malt so i have to go to country malt for some of the crystal malts Mm -hmm. some of the adjuncts but my base malts are all uh, riverbend because it's it's a craft maltster and we're a craft beer you know by the time this episode comes out you'll have already heard our interview with uh Brent and Sean at Riverbend, nice. which those guys are, are fantastic. Yes. And uh, actually, we actually met uh, at another brewery that Sean owns called Plank Owner Brewing. Correct. So we have been patiently awaiting the opening of Outside Influence, and uh, I don't think this place is going to disappoint. Good. That's what we like to hear. Just place close to home mm-hmm. go get a cool beer hang out not you know we're not beer snobs we're just regular people like to drink beer and want to make beers that regular people will drink kind of like our podcast hashtag uh, we're just boys and we like beer amen um so so far it looks like we're a few hours into your soft opening everything going smooth yeah, it wasn't supposed to open until 1, and people started wandering in around noon, so we're like, why not? Why not? 
<laughs> All right, so for those of you that aren't here, so you've got a tap room. Yep. You've got uh, nice seating inside. The decor and the ambiance is great. And it looks like you got like a little beer garden patio area. Yeah, nice outdoor space. Yep. Used to, used to be a parking lot that we fenced off and made into just a place to go outside. You know, we have too many parking lots out there, so Amen. thank you for doing that. Um, do you have any future... Um, like events planned as far as like for the outside area you're gonna have like any outside music or anything like that so opening day or grand opening day we'll have uh bill's band here um i just drew a blank on the name west bill and tad show or something it's called Mm -hmm. um those guys will be here and then we're planning on music every other saturday uh, okay trying to keep local music I was talking to a buddy in the homebrew club who plays banjo about having uh, open jam night, like uh-huh. same thing every other week or something. Uh, open mic, open jam, and then uh, we are actually planning an Oktoberfest, which that'll be interesting. Fingers crossed. <laughs> in September or October? October, the first week in October. Okay. So. So we'll be at the Hub City Craft Beer Festival later in October but before that we want to have our Oktoberfest here it really starts the last week in September uh-huh. and my brewer Joel and his whole family go over to Helen Georgia for that big event but yeah. they'll be back here for this big event fingers crossed fingers crossed you know uh, one of my favorite times of year is uh, Oktoberfest which is not just one week it seems like it's the whole two months right so I hear you say homebrew club um, do you have any ties to a homebrew club in the area? Yeah, so Joel and I were both in the homebrew club. Technically, I guess we still are. Um, Joel was the president, and I was the vice president for a long time. Last year, I was the president, and then I had to step down to do this. Um, we still do a lot with them. They have kind of a open invite here all the time. Uh, and to brew, uh, one of the members, uh, Gavin, has a company called National Pastime Brewing. We have two of his beers on tap. But he brews them here, mm-hmm. and then we serve them on our tap. He does not have his own tap room, uh, so we're his outlet to keep his name alive for the next couple years until he finally does get his own brewery. That took next question right out of my mouth. I seen you had two beers on tap as a collaboration of National Pastime, yep. which I'm assuming National Pastime has got a baseball theme to it. Correct. Yep. So that's awesome. All right. Well, I know there's a plenty of people out there, and I'm keeping you from the general public. So uh, I do appreciate your time. Uh, any final words of anything, any community ties, or anything you just want to have before we sign off here so you can get back? And then, uh, you know, just as a thank you for inviting us to come out here today. Welcome to the upstate craft beer scene. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, so the floor is yours for the whatever you got. Come out and see us, but have some patience because we're new at this. We're figuring it out as we go, and hopefully we have enough uh, variety on the board to meet everybody's palate. Well, I tell you what, since I've been here, uh, nothing but hospitable. Everything seems to be working according to plan. Uh, great beers, great people, great venue, great location. Uh I think the sky is looking up for you for sure. Uh, again, welcome to the upstate craft beer scene. Arnie, thank you so much. Thank you. Cheers. Cheers. 
And uh, with that, uh, we will sign off for this little episode. Uh, thanks for tuning in to the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. Uh, you can keep in touch with us at the Upstate Beer Boys on Instagram. Or you can check uh, what Steven's up to at Southern Bling Beer Reviews on Instagram. I uh, can keep up with my stuff at Wayne's Beer Delivery on Instagram and YouTube. And thank you to Chris Hitchcock for our theme song. Thanks to Promotion Graphics for our Upstate Beer Boys uh, banner. We have it at all of our events. Uh, thank you to John Sharkey and the Greenville Craft Beer Fest. And also the Augusta Craft Beer Fest for having us out. And Eddie Whittingham, Clock Tower Tap Room and Billiards in Simpsonville, South Carolina, our home away from home. And with that, we'll kick it to Chris Hitchcock. Pickup trucks start rolling in Sky turning colors when the sun starts sinking low Oh, oh, break out of that long week state of mind Gonna burn a little brush pile wood tonight Wind chimes ringing, swinging side to side real slow Oh, oh, and we got Zach Brown playing in the background Cans and the long necks getting nice now With the stars all shining like a chandelier it's Friday night out here, out here where the moon glows, the corn grows, and Lord knows that's how we like it. Pull your girl in close, get yourself a beer. It's Friday night out here, yeah. We're kicking back, but no worries at all between the midnight air and the alcohol. Got two six packs. Gonna drink them all Oh, hell yeah Something about the fire dancing in her eyes Get the sparks start flying through the summer sky Might not get lucky Though damn show try Gotta get that kiss And bad, bad Leroy Brown in the background Cans and the long necks Getting nice now With the stars all shining like a chandelier It's Friday night out here
This is Eddie Whittingham with Clock Tower Taproom and Billiards, and you've been listening to the Upstate Beer Boys podcast. <laughs>